Hey there, welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. Welcome on back if you're new. So glad you're joining us. Welcome on in. We're in Matthew 21. Jesus' life is coming to an end. He has conducted this perfect, as you would imagine, beautiful three-year ministry. He's healed the sick. He's raised the dead. He's called the blind to see, the lame to walk. He's fed thousands. He's brought hope and meaning and dignity and purpose to the most maligned and marginalized people of culture and society. He has done everything his father expected because he is one with the father, all God, all man, in flesh, living on the earth. So he's entered the temple we talked about in a previous episode. Everyone was thinking that Jesus was bringing political freedom. The Israeli nation, the Jewish nation, had been uh, under Roman rule for a long time by this point, and they were wanted freedom. Now, there's a group of people called the Zealots, and the Zealots would snipe, if you will, at Roman soldiers and Roman leaders trying to break their will and break free. There were movements beneath the surface of Israeli culture and society fighting strongly against Roman uh, rule and Roman dominion, and they really believed that Jesus was the person who could break them free. Of course, he had healed the sick, raised the dead. I mean, who wouldn't want somebody in your medical facility who could raise the dead and, and cause immediately healing, right? I mean, of course, we would all want that. Well, so Jesus goes in to all of these shouts and symbols of nationalism, but his mission was not nationalistic. It was salvific. It was about the salvation of the souls of people. So here it is. We pick it up in verse 12, and the Bible says this. Now, Jesus entered the temple. Now, let me just remind you what the temple was. The temple was the the crown jewel, the centerpiece of Israeli Jewish culture. It was their national identity. They no longer had money because they were subjected people. They no longer had independent rule because they were people under rule, Roman rule. But they had the temple, the center of their religious life. Everything centered around the temple. I cannot express to you. We have nothing in it. Well, we have nothing in America. Now, we have people listening from all over the world. But here in the States, we have nothing that would equal the Jewish temple in terms of religion religion, and national importance. Really, both of those things being combined. We just don't have that. But it was huge. Cannot express it enough. So, Jesus enters the temple, this high holy place, this place that's the center of all thought and affection. And he drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling pigeons. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. All right. To understand that, you have to understand the religious system and the temple system of the day. If you were going to be a good Jewish person, okay, you had to sacrifice an animal, sometimes a few times throughout the year, but certainly on the high holy days. Now, you would have to bring an animal to the temple, a priest would have to inspect it, and it would have to be a perfect animal. The phrase is without spot or blemish. There couldn't be a hair out of place or a skin tag or anything that would make the animal uh, not perfect. Now, just to find that, right, it's hard. So then you would have to bring it to the temple. The priest would have to approve it. And then the priest would have to sacrifice it on behalf of your family for the remission of your sins or whatever the holiday may have been. So a temple system arose driven by the Sadducees, right? Allowed by the Pharisees, but run by the money changers. These were business people. Here's what would happen. First of all, at this time, your animal would never be found good enough. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you could bring your finest goat, your finest dove, your finest pigeon, whatever it might be. And, and pigeons were offered uh, by poor people because they couldn't afford a lamb or a ram. So that's sort of why you have the pigeons mentioned. There was That was an accommodation for people who didn't have a lot of money. So you were never going to find a perfect one. The, they were going to find something wrong with it. Why? For two reasons. One, well, for one reason on that one, so they could sell you one of their animals. Now, they would jack up the price, and they would sell you one of their animals, which was always going to be found perfect. <laughs> Are you with me? Now, here's the second thing. You couldn't use your money. You couldn't use Roman money. Roman money was considered vile and evil. So the temple created a type of temple money. Now, it wasn't nationalistic money. It wasn't good to trade anywhere else outside of the temple. But they had their own type of money. So you would go in, and then you would have to exchange your money. Well, those of you who are business people and you're way smarter than I am, you already see the opportunity uh, for another type of um, deception and usury, right? Um, they were going to change the uh, the exchange rates. The exchange rates were going to be really, really bad on behalf of, as it favored the people, right? The people were going to lose every time. So you came into the temple, your animal wasn't good enough, your money wasn't good enough, and so people were making money right? The hierarchy, the religious hierarchy, we're making money off the common people hand over fist at every turn. Can't use your animal, can't use your money. So Jesus goes in and sees this and he erupts with righteous, holy, perfectly placed anger and indignation. He said, he tips over the tables, he runs people out and he says, you have made my father's house a house of din and robbers, but it should be a house of prayer. With that one moment, he made it clear he was not there for religious expansion, nationalistic expansion, but he was there to redeem people from their sins, to save the souls of humanity. Don't get caught up in religion. Religion can lead you astray. Don't get caught up in nationalism. Nationalism can lead you astray. Look at Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And when you do that, you're going to find salvation an unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you that you sent Jesus to redeem us. Jesus, thank you that you did not subjugate yourself to Roman rule, to Jewish religious rule, to cultural rule. You weren't bought off by money, stuff, and things. You redeemed us by being faithful and obedient to the death on the cross and then your glorious bodily resurrection. Thank you for that. We prayed in your name, Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.